it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Your co-hosts are back, Slater and AJ. AJ, what's going on? Not much. Nice, lovely round of golf today. Got a lot of rounds of golf to talk about. I think it's been a little while since we've last done this. Yeah, what is it? So this is You've been in Mexico. Saturday. It's been about a week and a half. I think we did Wednesday, right? We did Wednesday before I left, and then you were somewhere as well. Yeah, I was in D.C. D.C., there we go. So let's jump right in. We got some golf to talk about on a PGA Tour, but let's first get into the state of the game, as always. Why don't uh, why don't we backtrack a little bit to league? No, we didn't no, have league no last league. week. No Thursday league because we were both out of town because we were supposed to yeah, play we, each we other. We had individual rounds. But we did have Thursday league this week, so why don't yeah, we start what there? What about our rounds on vacation, too? Yeah, let's do those first. Why don't, okay. you, why don't you kick us off with the D.C. round? So I played two rounds, actually, that weekend. One in D.C. on Friday. Blue Mash. Lovely course. Okay. Well-conditioned. Great tee boxes. Um, did not play well. Should have known it was a bad omen that we ran over and killed a squirrel on the way to the course in the rental car. Oh, boy. Um, while Scott was telling a story about how he ran over and killed a possum, he hit a squirrel during the story, which Ooh, proves some, we live in a simulation, I think. This is some bad juju. Yeah. Get to the course, check in, things are great. He had called a handful of days prior and asked uh, if they had rental clubs. And they said, yeah, we have rental clubs. No problem. No worries. We'll take care of you. What time's your tea time? Oh, boy. It's like 9.20. Like, perfect. We got you. Yep. So we get there. He's like, uh, I need a set of rental clubs. He's like, uh, like okay, we're going to go grab them, clean them up for you. Go to that corner. You can pick a driver, pick a couple wedges, pick a putter. We're thinking, dude, they probably have like a bunch of cool stuff back there. It's a really nice course. $110 yeah. round. Yeah. These clubs could not have been any older. The putter was from 1985. The... Irons were from 1999, and the driver who may have been Hickory, uh, just god awful. Have to rental uh, clubs. If, if you want to take a look at these, at these bad boys, check us out on uh, in, on Instagram, but mostly on Twitter for this. This is at uh, 100 underscore keep it under, specifically at AJ's Twitter, which is AJ keep it underscore 100, and he's got a picture of these bad boys. They're old. Looks like about... Nice Vokey wedge, though. Looks like about six different brands in about eight clubs. Correct. Pretty I mean, solid. you could have taken the $40 at char- they charged you for the rental clubs, went to Goodwill, and put a, put together a better bag. Love to see that. it. Um, but, again, course was lovely. Highly recommended. If you brought your clubs, club. I brought my own clubs. Okay. I traveled. Yeah. I was smart. Uh, played like shit. Shot 99. Kept it under 100. One birdie. So you're reeling a little bit. I, I, I think I've corrected that say We'll get to it. But yeah, the last couple rounds weren't great. And then Sunday, I had a 6 a.m. flight home. Uh, woke up at 3.45. Flew home, got in, and went straight to Chandler. Oh, God. And uh, played a match play match. So uh, a, a slack group of men for like Michigan-based uh, NLU fans. Okay. There's a match play tournament that's set up throughout the year. Okay. So that was my first match. Um, played terrible. Oh, boy. One, because the person I was playing played way worse. Nice. So was it I, handicapped or just? Uh, was handicapped. I was giving him four. Oh, boy. So I was giving four. Uh, one on hole 14. 
Uh, I was extremely tired because I had been up since 3.45 in the morning. He had to go to his son's football game, and we just fucked off. Didn't even finish the round. Jesus. That's that's some that's some bad golf if you don't even want to finish. You're like, please just kill me. That's I mean, like I couldn't have won it soon enough. Like he had like we had pushed like a couple holes there, and I was like, dude, will this end, please? <sighs> you actually just described like a nightmare of mine. It's six a.m. flight and then going to Chandler. It it wasn't. A I'm great not. Oppo- idea. I'm not opposed to travel day golf, but I am opposed to Chandler in any situation. <laughs> well, the thing is, like we tried to get it in in April and like. So can you play anywhere in this? Yeah, you can play anywhere. It's agreed upon by you, you two. It's match play. Interesting. Um, Does it go handicap. off your gam? Your gam goes off handicap? your gam. Yeah, you have to have a gam. Hmm. A little gam gam. It was a good round. Um, Got to get my second round match in. The person I'm playing, I believe, is a seven handicap, so I'll be getting some strokes there. Nice. We'll see how it goes. I'll have to get in on that. Yeah. Anyway, it's a cool little group. All so right. Yeah, that was uh, that was pre league rounds. Um, but we'll let you talk about your Mexico. Yeah, so we were in... Uh, congrats, in, Ryan. Congrats to Ryan and Sam. They finally... Well, they were technically already married, but they did, you know, the whole shebang, the, uh, you know, rehearsal and ceremony and big old reception on the beach in uh, Secrets Playa Mujeres. And you see, did you find any secrets while you were there? I don't think so. No, nothing. But some great pools, you know, a, a pina colada... In the morning, while you're in a pool, is it hits a little different. You get a rum float on top, a little extra pizzazz, a little kick in the butt. Depends on the morning, but yeah. Okay. It, plenty, so, just solid. Solid, creamy, delicious drink, that little fresh also, pineapple slice in it. And the first thing I will say about the Playa Mujeres Golf Club, which is for basically either resort. It's two resorts in one. There's a dream side and a secret side. Mm. It's supposed to be like dreams is like the family side. And the secrets is the adult only they side. Nightmares, dreams, and the nightmare that, side. That's even better. <laughs> that is good. A horror themed hotel and oh, what resort. about a, what about a horror themed? Oh, horror themed. No, back to secrets. What about hoors? Hoors. Hoors themed hotel. Well, it's like we were talking on the way home. Uh, how bounce house would be a great name for a strip club. Yeah. If you kept the kept the lettering, the lettering and like of the like fun, a child. Yeah, the yeah. fun coloring and letters. Yeah. But anyway, both the resorts were pretty similar. It was pretty nice. It was only the second or third second time i've done like an all-inclusive like definitely the way to go if you're a big drinker the food you just can't expect a lot with the food going in because like there's so many options like none of it is great it's all above average but none of it's great i can agree with that um of the two all-inclusives i've done one for a wedding like five or six years ago the food was trash for the most part Honeymoon Jamaica. Food's pretty solid, but like same thing. There's a lot of options. Yeah. Everything's done very well, but it's not like yeah, knock it, your it sock, fine. socks I, off, I get your dick hard meal. Yeah. The only thing that really knocked my socks off, mm. which will, you know, will bridge us bridge us right into the golf round, is the margarita that I had at the golf course, which Ooh. was the best margarita I've ever had in my life. The best margarita ever, ever. came from a golf course. Correct. Okay. And the the guy was pitching me on it too because he's like the key is the fre- the fresh lime juice, okay. And it it was phenomenal. Did it, you it, try to do an accent there when you said lime juice, or did you just slightly like stutter slightly? And your brand's like that might be disrespectful, and you held off on it. No, I was trying to think what his accent sounded like, and so Probably I started Mexican, and, I was like, and you went like yeah, but it wasn't. It didn't. He didn't sound Mexican. Okay, but anyway, it 
amazing margarita. It even pushed me to buy some uh, some Don Julio Reposada at the airport. Any Reposada is a good Reposada. Anyway. But anyway, so if, to the golf course. Just back on. to tequila real quick. Yeah. If you're ever going to shoot tequila and you do Reposada. Okay. Orange slice, no lime. Go Ooh, orange slice. That's smart. Yeah. Because like, those caramely notes of that yeah. Reposada pair well with that orange slice. But it, uh, Don Julio Reposado, Quantra, yeah, uh, fresh lime juice, and then he poured like a can, uh, like a little bit of a can of something, which I'm guessing was probably like a club soda or something. Club or may- soda, or maybe it was like a uh, sparkling is, water. Maybe I don't know. What is this Wisconsin old fashioned? A little I don't know what they poured in it, in there? but there was a can of something that I couldn't read that he poured in there. Was it like clear? Was it like a juice? It was clear. Was it like an agave? Maybe. Could have, oh, maybe that's what it was. See, that's what you need to do is figure out what the hell that was because you're not going to replicate the, that's this. That's the key because that's what I got to do. I got to replicate your, this thing. You're going to put club soda in your margarita and want to kill yourself. I got to look it up. But it was fucking delicious. And it was about 98 degrees it felt like out there. But anyway, that's the hard. course itself, Playa Mahiris Golf Club. Pretty solid. Um, Going in, I think I was expecting more like right up against the ocean because the resort itself is on the on the bay like yeah you're, so it's more inland yeah i think it's like on the in, inside of the resort you only get you end up getting a tea box and kind of one hole along the ocean and that's it and then you have a nice long cart ride on the one hole from the green to the next tea box where you're going along the beach okay but like other than that you it's it's a beach beach kinda, adjacent yeah kind of like it's just a resort um, resort golf. Any like gimmicky holes? Anything that kind of was upsetting? Not no, not gimmicky. It was it was you could tell it was resort golf because one the greens were really slow, the fairways were wide. But if you got within like five ten yards of the edge of the fairway, the ball didn't really stop. It would just kind of roll into the shit, and there was, there was no playing out of that stuff because it's just roots and trees and leaves oh it's so dense like when I, when yeah. I played in jamaica like if you hit a ball ob into like the thicket or the rainforest whatever you want to call yeah. it that ball's gone forever yeah it was it was reasonably priced like they found the right price point because like would i pay like 150 to play that course again no chance but they were it was like 110 bucks which is like right in that sweet spot where it's like oh yeah i mean i'm already at an all-inclusive resort what's another 110 dollars i'll play it correct so I played twice. I played decent. Um, I went eighty-one seventy-eight. Couple birds in each round. Made an eagle in the second round. Mm. Um, played with one ball the entire second round. Lost four in the first round. Okay. Because you get anywhere near those edges, I had a. Sl- I think it was an alignment issue. I had like a slight case of the poles where I. I was hitting it left of my line and it was going dead straight. But yeah. I was setting up for a cut, so it was. I was just running through fairways all day long. Not where you want to be, resort golf. Slow greens, I think, are just my money zone because I putted really well. The I, the I eagle. There's, there's not a single green that's my money zone right now. <laughs> the eagle that I had was uh, was a dogleg right par five, and I hit it over the dogleg. I the had 155 yards into the green, and then I drained like a 40 or 45 foot putt from the fringe. So. All around, not bad. Trip was great. Um, wedding was great. Cut some rug. Their wedding was like right along the beach. 
good time. Do you get sand in your underwear at all? No, it wasn't on the beach. It was no. close to the beach. You could see. The Did beach. anyone fornicate on the beach at the wedding? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Not during a wedding, at least. I'm assuming some I'd some dude during the wedding, right after dinner, because the pools like a couple of the pools are only about thirty feet from where they have the wedding. Yeah. And apparently, some dude ran and jumped in head first into one of these like four foot pools and came out and his like nose was hanging to the side and he was bleeding all over his face. So like part dur- of the wedding? No. Just Random some patron. just some patron of the resort during the wedding. Like Ryan had Ryan and Sam had just finished eating. Everybody else sitting down and eating. And I found this out the next day. He's like, yeah, I went to go use the bathroom and this guy just jumped in the pool and came out and his face was covered in blood. People are stupid. Yeah. Then back to reality. We uh back to reality. We had we league came on back, Thursday. Had league on Thursday. Another great day of weather. Rackham couldn't be in it's any better per- condition. Perfect weather at Rackham. Yeah, I think we've had 70s or above every round we've played. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, hole one. I didn't have an eight you, on it this you, time. Had a seven on it this uh, time. And we have. That's your that's your bugaboo. I don't. Yeah. I mean, so my golf did get better on Thursday. Um, I did start off with four straight doubles or worse, though. And I know that seems very contradicting. But a lot of my issues were I was just misplaced off the tee. Slight pulley those first few holes. Had to do some punch outs. Yeah. And you can't really attack the greens there if you're punching out. Yeah. And some of the pin places were wild. And then played bogey golf the rest of the way through. Got smoked by Ryan, but I made progress that round. After yeah. having so not feeling terrible, you didn't score well, but not feeling as terrible. I about felt your game. much better about my game. Like everything had been like my inconsistencies were inconsistent before this week. Um, I was overthinking like to the point where it's like my thoughts were AJ, don't overthink. You're overthinking. It's like okay, now I'm thinking no, about I'm overthinking, thinking about overthinking about my golf game, and it's just disaster. Oh boy, yeah. So that's I, bad I got out of that. Um, hopefully to continue to you know that progress. Yeah, from today. Like, into like I said, after Arizona, I made a a slight setup tweak that I'm still kind of like getting used to. I have to like really think about it as I'm getting into my setup, but it's creating some really solid contact. I uh, I went 39 on Thursday, blasted my opponent. I had uh, two birdies, two doubles, and the doubles really didn't have anything to do with my swing. I was kind of out of position on uh, what was my first double? Jesus. I think I three-putted. No, I was in a divot in the rough on the one hole and got into a bunker, but it was a long bunker shot. It was like a 40-yard bunker shot, and I just left it short, and then I three-putted. The next one was a par three. I left it short right of the green. I tried to play like a hero flop shot, and I just caught the heel into the ground a little bit and turned it over and hit it other side of the green. Um, But other than that, hitting the ball really well. Putting pretty well. Feeling good about the stroke, kind of pretty much through the bag. And I noticed something. I was telling you about this earlier, but when I was in Arizona, I was noticing that like when I was doing my forward press with the putting, I was kind of leaning back a little bit, like not just tilting my head, but getting a little off balance, and it was throwing off my my release a little bit, which was throwing off my speed and my line. So I've really been focused on kind of keep my head still and just rocking the shoulders and I put it really well Thursday and put it really well again today. Yeah. So let's move uh right today. into today. We got a round in at the orchards. Little pod little pod round. Pod round, it was good. 
Um, I shot 93. We were talking. Probably could have and should have been like an 85. At least. Um, book ended my back nine with a, a quad and a triple, so that's just not a, good. Just an ugly triple on 18 after a top and then just a complete duff in the water. That was... I, have, I haven't duffed like that in a while, so that was funny. Um, yeah, whole, whole 10, the bunker got to me. A little triple bunker shot. Everybody loves that. It was a quad those. bunker shot. It oh, took Jesus. me four to get out. Woof. So would have been a bogey if I had gotten out on the first one probably. But yeah. solid round. Contact was good. Not a ton of miss hits. Putting is still very jo- Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I would, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say hit or miss, but Jekyll Hyde's a good one because you're either like just dead solid inside of 10 feet or you're missing like three footers and not even touching the hole. Correct. There was, I think, five three putts. Four of those were three putt bogeys. Got to clean that up. Um, but again, just that was a better round than it wasn't a great round. round i wouldn't say it was a great round off the tee for you either you had a lot of those wipey misses that yeah. weren't out of play but just like not not your a, best rounds yeah. where you're just piping them up the right side with a touch of a fade yeah it was everything was better so i'll take the progress um yeah. from the last couple of rounds pretty pumped for tomorrow I'll expecting get big things big for things league tomorrow. tomorrow you know brett i know we just played and i think you would beat me by one or two today um, on on stroke or match play, but you're going down tomorrow. All right, we'll see. And you played pretty well, what, two over? I played well. I shot two over on the day. It was very close to probably my best round ever, but I lost a couple coming home. I made, uh, I had I hit nine fairways, 10 greens, 29 putts, which is good. I putted really well today. I think I had 35 putts, 34 putts. Had a bad bogey on 17 from like 155 in the fairway. Hit a little too aggressive with the chip shot. Um, oh, yeah, you did. That you chip know. was bad. It was one over going into 17. I was like, I got to make a birdie here. Maybe I'll you just chip this in. channeled your inner Frank Camfer on that chip. Yeah. We don't, we don't need to talk. We don't need to talk blasphemous about Frank's chipping. He's. I've never seen anyone... As good of a bunker player, like as good of a bunker player as he is, is as bad of a chipper as he is in general. He has he has a mental block, but like it's been so he said the mental block for so long. Oh yeah, like it's, it's been like five years. Yeah, I would say since like after twenty sixteen. So I think it's been more than that. I think it's been like six years. Like I like I go through kind of like like the pre- previous to this week. Like I had gone through some chipping woes. Like. Kind of that, but like it, well, only, every, lasted, everyone, it only lasted like two weeks, every, three, four rounds. Everyone's golf game goes through, you know, yeah. peaks and valleys, right? Like your swing doesn't always feel the same. Like you're you're going to do, th- like at, at any given time, you're going to do something better or something worse and things are just going to fluctuate. But if there's one thing that's constant, it's how bad Gook's chipping is. Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, he, he might need a sports psychiatrist for that. It's like we talked about today. It's not a technique thing. It's definitely a confidence thing. Because oh, he's so he's so deep in a hole. Like, he's thinking about duffing it or blading it over the green as opposed to stepping up to it and being like, all right, I'm just going to swing through this one and see what happens. I mean, it's to the point where, like, it could be a long par five. He could be green side in two. Yeah. And usually be like, all right, we're good to go. Just mm-hmm. a nice, easy chip. We can maybe sneak a birdie out or two putt par. And like he gets that greenside chip, and he's like, I would rather be fucked in the ass by Lexington Steele <laughs> in front of my entire family than hit this <laughs> hit, chip. Than hit this eight foot chip. Correct. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, he'll bounce back. I'm yeah, sure. he'll be he'll, <laughs> he'll be ready to he'll go. He'll be all right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Moving on. Um, 
this week in pro golf professional golf so we got the byron nelson going on right now which we'll get into but the wells fargo last week Wyndham clark gets his first uh first pga tour win um is it just me or is the name Wyndham clark make it seem like he would be a golfer in the 90s yeah Wyndham like every time i hear Wyndham clark i think like I keep I every An time old I, man. every time I say his name I want to say Wyndham Rewards. Yeah. Like that uh Is he sponsored by Wyndham? Like he's only 29. He's, he's only been on tour since 2019. I heard this the other day. He's actually one of the long longer longer hitters on tour as well. He's been playing some good golf. He's popping he up. On, he's, he's popping up on some leaderboards. So, how good did he play? Before I mean, he we get T24 at Mexico. Yeah. T29 at the RBC Heritage. Sixth at Corrales, Punta Cana. Decent little... Fifth at the Valspar. I mean, he's actually been one of the... He's been top 30 in... Decent little leaderboard. You had Shoffley in the last group with him, who final round 70, not great. You had Harris English, Hatton, Scott Fleetwood, all top five. Uh, Denny McCarthy, Sung J.M., K.H. Lee, Homa top 10. Corey Connors, your boy Ricky... JT were all top 15. So solid leaderboard. Wyndham Clark just kind of runs away with it. So sometimes it's hard to put into context like how good someone played. Well, let's real quick before we get into the ways of this round. He's He missed the cut at the Shriners at the end of last year, October 6th to 9th. Okay. Since then, his worst finish, he's he's hasn't missed a cut. His worst finish is 50th and everything else inside the top 40. So okay. he is. So he's, you know, he's right in the middle of the pack. He's one of probably, you could argue, probably one of the ten hottest golfers right now. Ten's pushing it, but he's definitely like one of the twenty for sure. I would say, I mean, the amount of top he hasn't missed. Like, who else hasn't missed a cut? Fino hasn't okay. missed a cut. That's one person. So that's two people now. Yeah, but like he's still he, inside top ten hottest golfers currently. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, he puts some played, respect on Wyndham Clark's played, name. Played fucking well this week. Won by four over Shoffley. He gained... There, before we get to that. So Adam Kirk had a uh, a tweet, and it was strokes gained for the designated events this season. Okay. So Rahm at the Century gained 10.8 strokes on the field. Scotty at the Waste Management gained 17.9 Rom at Riviera gained 16.7. Uh, Chris Kirk at the Arnold Palmer gained 11.4. Scotty at the Players gained 17.3. And Matty Fitz at the RBC gained 13.7. Wyndham Clark at Wells Fargo gained 19.6 shots on the field. The most strokes gained in a designated event this year. And you're trying to say he's not one of the top 10 highest golfers right he now. He had a really good tournament. He's had a really good year. He's had a decent year. I heard on the uh, on the NLU recap that he has now made eleven million dollars in his career. He's only been on tour since twenty nineteen, and he's only got five top fives in his career. Granted, granted, year. granted, he just won you know three point whatever or four million dollars for this designated event, but uh, only eleven million dollars in three years with only. Five top fives is pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's a good living you got there. It's a great living. I think he also moved on. They were, they always make fun of PXG, but uh, 
he he used to be a PXG guy. Now he's Titleist, and it's just funny how you move to Titleist. And then, Are there and any prominent PXG players right now? Uh, Zach Johnson is PXG. Kokrak was PXG, but he's on live now. Um, Reed was PXG for a little while, and then he dropped. He dropped. Um, I don't think so. I don't think there are. Yeah, Wyndham Clark is also uh, fifth in the money this year. Nice. Well, he did just win a designated event. Yeah, six so, top tens. Kind of already went through the leaderboard a little bit. Did So I didn't watch a ton of it, obviously. But from what I did watch as I was like taking like drunken half naps in Mexico, <laughs> did uh, did this designated event, was this kind of the first one to you that kind of fell a little flat or didn't feel quite the same? So I didn't watch it into the weekend because I was on vacation as well. I mean, I didn't get that feeling, especially on like Thursday and Friday. There was a lot of good groups to watch. You had some compelling golf. It's a, it's a tournament I always enjoy watching. I guess in comparison to like to the other designated events, yes. Like I'll say, it, it was a little flat. There were some it guys also, missing. Well, it also you didn't, didn't really have that. Scotty and Rom were yeah. both out, so the top two guys on the whole season. You didn't were have out. like a ton of you know star power at the top. Yeah, Spieth missed the, the cut. Spieth missed the cut. I mean, like, and, and on Sunday, like Homa didn't play his best. And I mean, Hovland played like ass. They've had a lot of good finishes this year, like playoffs and guys yeah. dueling down the stretch. Wyndham Clark pretty much had it wrapped up like after nine. Like he just kind of wa- just kind of cruised to a yeah, four Xander shot lead. Yeah, Xander didn't have his best stuff on 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 the weekend. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess I I will agree with you. There it was the of the designated events so far that was the lowest. And on the some of that pole. is we talked about it during the Presidents Cup. How Quail Hall is like a great match play course. Yeah. It doesn't like it doesn't do much for me as like a t- tour event course. Like none of the holes really stick out, stick out like in a normal. Do you need a glass of water? You have the hiccups. I do seventy two hole event, but um, I think it's more of a scheduling thing. Like we're kind of into that major season where I don't know if it would even matter what this event was. Like unless Tiger was there, like there's just not as much juice because you're into major season now. So it's like all right. I'm waiting for the next major. Let's we let's get to the PGA next week. Well, and especially too like of like the of like the rounds that are in between majors yeah. or like that kind of lead like this is in between obviously the the Masters and PGA PGA like the RBC is kind of the the better one in between there. It has nothing on the Memorial like the Memorial is a much better tournament than Wells Fargo and that's in between the Open and the PGA. So yeah, it does kind of yeah. It's spot in the in the season. I th- yeah. kind of leads to that. I think. I think it's mostly a scheduling thing. Like I think they jammed so many of these early in the year that they need to switch up the schedule to spread this stuff out. Because when you got Rahm and Scheffler skipping, and you know, the Spieth withdrawing this week with a with a quote unquote wrist injury, I think it's more of a rest thing. You got Rory taking a break. Like they just got these guys playing too much too early. So we'll we'll just have to see what next year's schedule look like and hope they don't fuck it up. I mean, I don't, I you have opportunities though to like to take time off in between like that tournament. Like you don't have to play this week at the ATT, Byron Nelson. Right. The Mexico Championship, no one really plays it. Rom played it though. Yeah. So like they have week they have, they have breaks in there and gaps. Yeah, but like the one like 
Spieth, ha Spieth had to play eight. Well, he normally always plays AT and T, but Spieth played play like nine of eleven weeks or something like that, which is just too much for the top guys. But anyway, congrats to Wyndham Clark. He might be someone to watch if he keeps playing well. I mean, he's gonna get a look he's for the Ryder Cup team. So top ten highest golfer right now. Yeah, again with that, great. Um, moving on to oh Ricky. We should note that is back inside top the top 50. 50. First time since January 21. So things are looking up. Yeah. Like I kind of hope at this point Ricky does make the Ryder Cup team because he's playing well enough and he's got the experience. Well, and, he also, I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure he's still like close to top 10 in birdies on tour for the season. Yeah. When you make an eight in match play, it doesn't matter. Correct. Like he, he's a very, he's, he, the way he plays and the way his game's kind of been the last three years of like, not to use it again, Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde at some yeah. points. Like, he can rattle off, you know, five, six birdies while also throwing up a couple doubles. Yeah. That can be, you know, those doubles really don't matter too much. Yeah. As long as you can get some, you know, some scoring in. So, he wouldn't be a bad pick. Yeah. Um, moving on, I mean, this week for the Byron Nelson, which we are three rounds in right now. Uh, what are we looking at on the leaderboard? The leaderboard is a who's who of who is that. Um, we have Dao Zicheng, and I butchered that. I apologize. We have Ryan Palmer. Welcome back. Austin Eckrote. Yeah, I have no clue who Austin No idea Eckrote who that is. is. But then He's 24 at, years old. After that, you got some guys chasing him down. You got Jason Day, Siwoo Kim, Scotty, obviously. Patton Kazire, Sung Kang, Terrell Hatton. You know, you got some names up there. Yeah, and Scott's creeping around. Scotty, not a great day today with a 71. If Scotty does win this week, I saw this from uh, Patrick McDonald on Twitter. If Scotty wins, that would be his seventh win in 31 starts, which is 22.58%. Tiger Woods from 1996 to 2019. 82 wins and 359 starts. That's 22.84%. So if Scotty were to win, he's on a Tiger-like pace over 31 events. Which is impressive. Yeah. But uh, Spieth, like we said, he withdrew with a wrist injury. Hopefully it's just a rest thing. Hopefully he's okay for the PGA. I think um, something would have come out already if it was something more. Well, he he didn't say surgery. They said it was a rest thing, but hopefully that means he's still playing the PGA. Yeah. Um, if he had the betting, who, who are you betting going into Sunday to take it? I mean, it's got to be Scotty, right? I, re I kind of hope it's Jason Day, but my guess is Scotty goes out and shoots like a 65 and probably wins. He's plus 300 right now. I... I I like that. What's days? What's Plus six fifty for day, which is that. What I would do is I would there. bet on Jason Day and bet on Scotty Scheffler and watch the rest of those guys just melt. Yeah. Um. I don't, yeah, I don't two, know. It, I don't know if some guy named Vincent Norman is just going out there and taking this tournament. He's plus eighteen hundred. So if you really think he is, there's some no, value there. I don't see it. Patton Desire is definitely not doing it. He he had a he had a beef with our boy Kyle at the Rocket Mortgage last year. But anyway, that's my guess. I would bet Day, I would bet probably Day say and Day. Scheffler. Day's been playing. Day's another one of those, you know, in kind of the in the resurgence like Ricky. It's it's good to see those two guys back. So him getting a win here would be Let's, nice. We can mix in a quick uh, time to lose some money update then. So from the Wells Fargo, 
I had Homa with a top 10 and Spieth and Burns with missed cuts. And then all your guys who played made the cut, but no top 10s. You had zero. I had a plus two. Uh, so the score is now 105 to 45 on the year. I'm, only, golf I'm only six wins ahead of you. A lot of golf left. Uh, only person playing this week is Tom Kim. He is T58 after three rounds. Yeah, so I need to throw up like a 64. Yeah. Get it. Sneak into that top 10. Tom Kim, all time bad pick by me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I should have picked Wyndham Clark. I don't know how of, we didn't pick Scotty Scheffler. That was, I, well, I said at the beginning of the year I thought he was going to have a letdown year. I was fucking way wrong. Yeah, and I can't believe I listened to you. No Cantley, no Xander. Infinitely better than a couple of our picks. But anyway, actually my picks were pretty good. So Okay, let's uh, quit patting yourself on the back. Elseworld. Elsewhere. Elseworld. Elseworld. You got any in, live updates? I don't have any live updates. They're playing this week, right? They're playing in Tulsa. Oh, want me to check the live app for you? I think DJ's winning. It looks like DJ's in first. Brand- you see his, like, fucking shank? Shank, yeah. Uh, Brandon Grace is in second. Bubba Watson. Oh, Bryson making an appearance. Yeah, minus nine. Cam Smith, Brennan Steele, Richard Bland, and Kepka. Kepka, again, now that he's playing well and healthy, he did have a quote this week uh, about how, yeah, I mean, basically just trying to get ready for the PGA. He's back to, like, not giving a shit about regular events. Why does give a shit about Liv? Uh, Phil, back to... Back useless. to earth. Back to useless. Uh, in, how did he finish again? Dead last? He's close to it. Love Sebastian it. Munoz is currently in last with Kevin. Phil. How Kevin Na is on live? Like, I don't understand. Kevin why Na loves idiot. money. He lived in Vegas. No, I meant, like, why would they take Kevin Na? Because they would take anybody in the beginning. Um, Phil was getting spicy on Twitter this week. I actually saw... He was. I, I actually saw a post from Twi- from Phil that said, I was getting a little chippy on Twitter this week, so I thought I'd do a chipping lesson. And I'm sh- ashamed to say that I watched the chipping video because Phil's a good chipper. but He's a great chipper. He was throwing out collusion and conspiracies and all this shit on Twitter, but man, fuck that guy. Anyway, uh, elsewhere... Brentley Romine from the Golf Channel had a uh, tweeted a video. Uh, round three of the oh yeah this Division three NCAA Women's Championship was canceled, with sixty percent of the field already done because of one hole location that they deemed unplayable. And if for those that didn't see this video, did good again check us out on Twitter at one hundred underscore keep it under. I think I liked and retweeted this uh, this video, but this girl has like a. 12-foot putt. I mean, Look, multiple people had this exact same issue. Looks like she hits a perfect putt. It goes about three inches behind the hole. It goes all the way around it. it like, and then comes all the way back past her feet. Yeah, it was basically like a candy cane. It just kind of went around the hole and then back down to her. Yeah. It's insane because like the NCA picks those pin placements. Right. So, and and like, probably, yeah, I get like their NCA themselves is not there cutting it, but like right. you would... I mean, it's not the grounds crew to like decide or like. It's probably a situation where it was was... fine in the beginning of the day, but as it heated up and like the greens like started getting crispy, it was just way too quick. So that had me thinking like, how many holes do you think we have played through in our lives where either the hole location or the weather would have deemed it unplayable? We've done it like probably three times at Shores this year. Yeah, like our our second round. Mm hmm. Probably would have been a deemed unplayable. The very first round of the year we played, 
We're the only people out there walking. That was an absolute slosh fest. Um, I think the the second Michigan Amateur qualifier that I did would have been that, deemed unplayable. That should have been. Um, but 30, I, 35 degrees, hailing, snowing, raining. It was two years ago. A whole three-end shores. You know how's the, the the two-tiered green? Yeah. And they had it on oh, yeah. the hill. Yes. And Yacht called. Yes. Yacht called the, yes. the clubhouse. Everyone took like a six or I'm an pretty eight. sure his skin was, was a, bogey, a bogey. And it was because Jeff jammed in like a 12-footer. Correct. Yep. And I just remember like, I think Yacht took a nine on the hole. Yep. And by the end of it, he was like ready He's to like just like fire off some desk pops. Oh, yeah. In anger. Yep. I got a call about that one. So that anyway. was a that was a wicked pinpoint. <laughs> what about uh, the other thing I saw on Twitter this week was which you you're pumped for this question. This question there's only one answer to this question. By the way, some people. Anyway, the question was: question. Do you poop at work? And the answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Granted, it's different now. A lot of people working from home, but when you were in the office, no reservations at all about pooping. I mean. You ever heard the saying, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime, that's why I poop on company time? I've never heard that, but that's okay. good. I yeah. like that. That's that's a, that's an actual what is saying. It? Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Smart. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, but no, we, the answer is yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, an, I, I'm trying to think of a scenario where you don't poop at work. I mean, what if you have like a real Code Brown situation where it's going to be real loud and bad? Who gives a shit? I mean, so there's a little common courtesy in there where you don't want to like just smoke somebody out of the bathroom. I mean, at least at my place of work, the bathrooms are huge. Yeah, like there are four stalls in there, like five or six. So urinals. when I was in the office, there's only two floors, and it's a two stall men's bathroom on our floor. But okay. we also have an executive bathroom where it's literally one stall, and you lock the door, and nobody else. Is yeah, in we there. had a couple of those too. So that is ideal. And you would look over Canada. It was like a big space. You get fully Ooh, nude in there. You can look over the nice. Detroit River. They're only, no longer there. Only problem with that is is it's in like a hallway. So if you're really in a Code Brown situation and something's going to be loud, someone could be walking down the hallway and just hear you. Oh, just so ripping. like the the executive ones were always on the eighth floor and like kind of behind the cafeteria. I, I know I'm describing this like people yeah, know where the fuck right, I work. Exactly. But, but like it was in a spot that you could just, you know. Tear it up <laughs> and be good to go. Well, you're, um, we're, you're worried about if the tank can handle it or not. Correct. There was a building we were in at one point for work that the floor probably had 200 or so odd people on it. Okay. I would say 85% were men, and there were only like two stalls. Oh, boy. And that was... The bathroom was an absolute Like a line, bath. just one, one like, after it another. Was, it, was, it smelled like a penguinarium multiple times that, like, it was flooded and broken. And then they eventually, like, during COVID, redid it, and they, they amped up the amount of stalls there. <laughs> quadrupled. Yeah, it's been quadrupled, maybe maybe quintupled at a certain point. But, yeah, you shit at work. There's there's I, If you no, don't I, shit at work, you're not at work long enough. You're also not really enjoying life. Correct. But, anyway. Yeah, you sit there long enough, you might fall asleep. <laughs> yep. Have you ever anyway. fallen asleep on the toilet? Um, not unintentionally. I think I've like, when I was younger, like in my teens, like went in there on purpose, like not pooping, just sat on the toilet and went to sleep. For what reason? Were you at your house to take? No, at work. Where were you working as a teenager? That you had to sleep in the bathroom. 
I didn't have to sleep in. The, I couldn't sleep in the office. Did you the start de- working there when you were a teenager? I was seventeen. The deck, not where I am now. I was at a debt collection. You yeah. Didn't see. But I was just like, you know, I was seventeen years old. I was working like after football practice. I'd work like six thirty to nine at night. What were you doing? Uh, I was in like a special projects group, so I would like, you know, sort things and like look people up. It, it was a whole thing. Interesting. Yeah. Also. Oh, yeah, he Wes, had another question you said, right? No, not really. It was uh, more about the holes that we have played that would have been deemed unplayable okay. by the NCAA. But no, the uh, NFL schedule came out this week. It did. Lions' schedule is uh, pretty juicy. So they got, if you include Thanksgiving, they have six primetime games. And the NFL has, ta- has taken put the Lions on notice. Opening game of the NFL season, Lions at Chiefs at Arrowhead. They're either riding the Lions stock to the stratosphere or they're burying it this year with these primetime games. But the, We're the, getting like the Denver treatment right now. Not from last really, year. though. I mean, we so, have four oh, primetime games, five okay, technically. Okay, but technically, yeah. I mean, they got some good games, but let's keep in mind that like Chicago has five primetime games. Yeah, people love field. I don't know why. The Bears suck. They were terrible last year. So anyway, Lions are notable games. Uh, at KC, Thursday Night Football, to open the NFL season. The, the, there are no in-betweens in this game. The, the Lions are either, holy fuck, the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. Or we're it, all going to be like, they or, so bad. Oh, they fucking suck they after the first they game. Can't, it, it, as There's long as it's no like the Jets game, uh, Patricia's first yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, we got a pick six pick on the six. first we drive at, and then 45 to 7. We were at something. a bar and like we got that pick six. And I like ingest told Scott, I'm like, what if like we just lose like 42 to 7 after yep, that? Yep. And it happened. So yep. I'm pumped for it. Football this season is This is rock. not Patricia's lines, though. No, I think we get 10 wins. I Yeah, I could see that. Ten, but anyway, so at KC, wins. home opener, get some revenge against Seattle maybe week mm. two. Crowd's going to be fucking juiced. Uh, Atlanta, surging Atlanta with some. Some People off-season love work. Atlanta. They love Atlanta. I, Desmond Ritter sucks. They I don't, don't think he sucks, but I don't think they're that sucks. good. Like, People sucks. are talking like they're going to like maybe make noise in the press. Let's, like, let's I don't think that's happening. Easy. Let's take it easy. Uh, at Week 4 at Green Bay on Thursday Night Football. I thought you were going through notable games, just going through them all. Well, I'm done there. So Week 8, Lions at home, Monday Night Football against the Raiders. The Raiders. Going to be there. Then going into a bye. At the Chargers. I, I want to go to that game so bad. That'd be a good game. Uh, Green Bay on Thanksgiving. Nice traditional, like, hearty yeah. Midwest game for Thanksgiving. Uh, week 17, two days before New Year's Eve, at Dallas on Saturday They've night. They've been talking about going to this. I we got to figure it out. And then closing the season against Minnesota, which, if you go by the odds, that could be for the division. Who knows? Could be. Looking forward to it. Can't that, wait. Just another example of the NFL just owning everything because you got they love playoff doing. basketball, playoff hockey, NFL schedule drops, and everyone's just like, "Holy fuck!" Football season. Let's do it. Four months away. Four months. Yeah. Three months. Three and a half. Three ish. But anyway, enjoyable. We'll have another pod uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll have a nice PGA Championship preview pod. Uh, Let's we got, go. We got league round tomorrow, and then we got some. I have some big golf coming up. We got. I have uh, a uh, charity outing. NLU event, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got a uh, mitten tour. Wait, you have the one at Rackham? Yeah. Was it something mania? Maximania. It's a. Oh, 
shit. Is that this week? It's the 20th, yeah. Nice. Shit. Might be able to still sign up. Do you want me to see? Uh, I'm already playing Sunday and Monday. And Thursday. Damn it. Anyway, I got Mitten Tour, second Mitten Tour event at Calderon Golf Club, which I've never played on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Outing at Fieldstone with Rick on the 22nd. That'd be good. You guys should do pretty well there. Michigan Amateur, right around the corner, June 2nd. Yeah. So, anyway... Keep an eye out on uh, Instagram and Twitter at 100 underscore keep it under. And we will talk to everybody next week. If you're out there playing, as always, keep it under 100. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links. When you take out a club and you about to hit a swing. What you gonna do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under 100. 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 We keep it under 100.